by Riverside. That intro gets me emotional every time. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the It Be Like That Sometimes podcast. I am Tucker. I'm B. I'm Justin. And I'm Keith. We nailed that. It's better than episode four. (laughs) (laughs) Episode four went up today, and uh, I think that was probably the most, the the biggest thing I was excited about was just to hear my big, you know, stumble into the room virtually of, uh, of the intro, but. I was contemplating the whole time while I was editing that episode if I was going to leave that in or not. Oh yeah, no, I I was hoping you would because it's just it's great. It's it's um it's pure, you know. But anybody, it represents who we are as a podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're, I think we're the real man's podcast, <laughs> the working man's podcast. We made it there, just you know. Yeah, we'll screw, get there eventually. A little but. fucked up. S- screw up the entire intro. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think big red then fuck you. Pretty much. (laughs) Well, I think we kind of have a um, routine that we do every week. It seems like it's just uh, developed naturally. So I guess we'll go around the room and talk about our weeks first. So uh, the first person on my screen is Justin. So go ahead, Justin. How was your week since the last time we recorded? Uh, It was. It was. It was fine. Another week, man. Actually, the work week was work week, and then uh, we had a shooting competition uh, we just got back from. That was a little ways away, but it was good. It was fun. Yeah. It rained a lot, but kids shot well, and it was a good time. Good. It was, uh, kind of the, it was the last one of the year, so aside so, from the, the last state one, so it's kind of a, kind of a big one there, but it's good. So are you like the parent that has like the umbrella with – the school's logo and everything on it or like are you guys all full-on uh, cheer squad or what's i mean we have the matching jackets yeah oh, okay nice. yeah nice okay which cool i was super thankful for because they're rain jackets so even if i didn't want to be that guy this weekend i was gonna be that guy this weekend because it pissed rain yeah well that is our state for you so right right good well that's good glad uh glad the kiddo did well um let's go ahead and go on down to keith keith how was your week what i'm hoping you had a good week i mean every week's good you know good in its own way i guess uh yeah it was a good week it was uh pretty pretty low-key we're just kind of prepping for a baby to come so nice a lot done around the house making sure we have everything we need so yeah it's pretty low-key week Good. Well, you know, the, the, the different part for me, at least, I haven't talked to you guys much this week. So usually when we record this, we kind of like apply a, a fake version of our weeks because we've already talked about it. <laughs> but I'm actually getting your weeks because I haven't talked Holy to you. Holy secrets. <laughs> no. Behind the scenes. No, I haven't. I haven't <laughs> talked to any of you guys really. I, don't, I feel like I haven't talked to you guys at all this week. So this is uh, this is good. I think that's what was calm about my week. Oh, because you haven't talked to me. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. It's so chaos into our lives. Yeah, for sure. I think that's probably why my heart rate is the lowest during I during when I sleep, is because I'm not paying attention to like driving myself crazy. That's, you know? that's fair. I'm just asleep. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that I'm asleep. The thing is just that I'm not focused on myself anyway uh let's go down to b like a deep <laughs> that's, what she said. that's what she said um no my week was fairly decent i mean we had some like some just bullshit corporate training in the uh, downtown area of next to where we live oh. um obviously no names but if you're from this area it's an absolute fucking nightmare driving here <laughs> um but Doing some corporate trainings um, downtown, and the worst part about it was that these people flew in, and where the office was, 
mm-hmm. in according or in accordance to like where they were staying was like literally like 500 feet. So like, oh yeah, fuck it. We'll just like start at eight in the morning, end at like 5 p.m. We'll be good. Easy peasy. Not even realizing that, they, well, they can just walk it. But us coming from this area that we live in currently, mm-hmm. um, I think all three days it took me an hour and a half, almost two hours to get home. Oh. Which is like 15 miles. Right. It, yeah. It's maybe 20, 25 miles tops. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, yeah, it was brutal. But no, oh. other than that, um, I was driving a company van, which is sick. So I got to flex all that time off. So I basically didn't work all day Friday. <laughs> so pros and cons. The company van has spinner wheels, right? Oh, for sure. I put it's those a, on myself. It's a Chrysler town in country. Yeah. Close enough. Hydraulics. It's Does a little... it say free candy on the side? It's a no, but cl- also close enough. <laughs> free Speaking of vans, how's your rig there, Tucker? Uh, <laughs> oh no, sore subject. We talked a little bit this week. We're just gonna we're gonna dive headfirst into. I it. haven't heard anything. Cause I haven't talked to him, so I. But I've I've heard it through the grapevine, so I'm curious now what actually happened. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys probably heard through the grapevine of my my anger episode the other day. Um. Well. Yeah. So I have a had a very nice forerunner. <laughs> No, it's it's not that bad, but here's here's why. I'll, I'll give you the whole story so that way that way you guys can feel my pain. So <clears throat> I have a 2010 Toyota 4Runner, and it's it, it's in good shape. I mean, it's been well taken care of. The person I got it from owned a car detailing business, and uh, this person's it was his this person's wife's car. So yes, it's a mommy missile, and I'm proud of it. Whatever. It's a total bay magnet. It is. So it's on, you know, 33s. It's on 20 inch wheels. I mean, the thing has got a little lift. It's, it's clean. It's a clean, it's a clean rig. So I would say a little over a year ago, I was involved in a um, fender bender where I slid. I, I went and parked at the crest of this hill in the snow. And it was one of those days where I had the sun had come out and it kind of glazed over the snow and iced it up. And I just, you know, I stopped, I was at a complete stop and it broke loose traction and I had nowhere to go. And there was a Jeep coming up the hill and I, uh, bounced off his front end. Um, and he had one of those big old bull bar bumpers in the front, you know, so hardly anything happened to his. He rig. was unfazed. Yeah. But you know, my clean forerunner is just completely thrashed. So I paid over $2,000 to have it put back the way it was. I could have easily went out, went out and gotten something cool aftermarket, you know, Made it made it looking like a wheeler kind of rig. I, I didn't want that. I wanted it the way it was. So I paid good money to have the paint matched. Everything all bent back the way it was. <laughs> and so since then, everything's good. Well, that jumps to this week. Um, I was over at my folks' place, and they live on 13 acres, and uh, they have a field out back. And my mom wanted me to take something out into the pasture and I had a little flatbed trailer hooked up to the forerunner and I drug that trailer out to the very, very back. And on my way out there, I saw these little blue flags that were marking something. And what it was marking was what's called perk test holes. Um, it's, it's a, like a four foot deep, six foot long hole, about two feet wide, um, that you dig in order to see what the water does. And that's, that's for building a new house. So anyway, there's these blue flags marking these holes out there, quote unquote. Um, and I, I traced my steps. I mean, I went out there, turned around and I drove the the exact, um, path back. And I must've been like half a foot off and not notice. I straddled one of those holes on the way out there. Cause on the way back, my driver's side front end, just straight dove into this hole. I mean, right into my brand new bumper, um, back wheels off the ground, like just wham. Right. And, uh, so I had to get out of the rig, take, unhook the trailer and we had to hook up the, the, uh, backhoe and lift up the, the back end of the rig in order to pull it out. 
because it was a six foot long hole as well. You couldn't just drive out of it. So anyway, meanless to say, I was pretty upset that uh, the reason why you couldn't see these holes, by the way, is all the grass was three feet deep and you, there's like no way you could see it. And then the little blue flags weren't marking the hole. It was marking the pile that the dirt came out of, of the hole. So it, <laughs> what the fuck? yeah. So, and, and then also who digs a hole and, you know, you kind of do the same thing over and over, right? If you're going to drive the same route to work every day, you just drive the same route to work every day. Well, we've driven out in this field many times and we've taken the same kind of path along the fence every time. And that's where my dad dug one of those holes. It's just right where we drive. I mean, <laughs> so anyway, um, that's, uh, I haven't hey, fixed. Not, not many people can say they've done a stoppy in the forerunner, so. Yeah, not it's not a fun stoppy, but anyway, so that was that was part of my weekend and my. So what are you gonna so. do with your car now? Do you, do you have to go get a new fender or what? So it's it's little, there's like a there's a little crack in the front, and then there's some damage on the side. I honestly have no idea. I've been trying to actually, you know, we talked about mental health last week and bottling it up. I've been trying to just shove that shit down. We yeah, all agree just, that was the best method. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've been trying to just jam pack this in the back of my mind and forget about it. But I'll tell you what: now every time I take or uh, I turn left in the Forerunner, it rubs my fender. My car, my tires rub my fender, so it's a, a constant reminder. reminder. Yeah, just <laughs> the story I heard was that your your entire front end came off. It felt like it did. Oh, okay. No, not my. You know what? We're not even gonna ask that. Who told you that? No, my whole front <laughs> I think end, you know who told me that. <laughs> my entire front end did not come off. But so basically, the forerunner exploded. It, I heard this like crazy story that you were just like you were in this like major accident. Your entire front end came off your car. No, in a field, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" Basically, have you seen Fast and Furious? He hit a landmine. <laughs> I was about to say, Tucker hit a fucking IED in the yes. middle of the field. <laughs> yep. So, anyway, that. Other than that, though, my week's been pretty, pretty low key. I, I worked um, one of my jobs uh, Thursday and then Saturday and today. So, been been working quite a bit, um, and that's been about it, really. Just kind of hoping the weather gets a little bit nicer. We've all been dealing with this rain, and I've got stuff to do outside project-wise that I'd like to get done, but it's just been pouring rain for days. So, yeah. Well, you know what they say. Yep. It do. Yeah, It'd right. be like that. It do. So, anyway, I gave you guys... Let's go ahead and dive right in here. We got everybody's weeks, right? Everybody's good on their weeks? Yep. Okay. No, no... No one wants to add anything. No? Okay, Less cool. is more. Okay. So, uh, I gave you guys a little bit of a, um, I don't know if I call it homework or not, but a little bit of time to think about. Yeah, I wasn't super thrilled with that. This week's topic. Well, here's the thing. If you don't, if you really don't have a story, it's okay. But I feel like some of the, the stories Make one that up. I have. Improv. No, not improv. I think it'll help. I think you guys might think of something. So first, what I'm going to do is this this week, what I've done is I've asked you guys to think of one of those stories that you can't. It's just so crazy or something so ironic that you can't make it up, right? So I've gone on Reddit, and I found some for you that I'm going to read. There's three. <laughs> they're very short because I know you guys love my voice, so... Um, they're funny. They're I, I think they're funny. So you guys have to listen. So just so that way, those deserving get their credit. The the person who posted this is Dr. Rumack. Okay. And here's the story. It says, um, this drunk dude at a bar was telling a group of us that there was a guy sitting in a chair outside staring him down. Our friend had poor eyesight and it didn't help that he was pissed drunk but he was absolutely convinced that the guy outside wanted to fight him. We looked outside onto the patio area and sure enough, there was the quote unquote guy in a chair with an evil look on his face. I should also add 
this w- <laughs> this was close to Halloween. And the quote unquote guy sitting in the chair was a stuffed scarecrow with a pumpkin for a head with a mean face drawn on it. We almost let our friend lose on the thing, loose on the thing, but it was fucking hilarious watching him rant about how he's going to kill this guy and watch his back and watch his back because the scarecrow probably had friends with him. So this guy drunk at the bar was completely convinced this dude outside wanted to fight him. And it was just a scarecrow on a bench. Who hasn't been there? (laughs) I have. (laughs) So that was the lightest one. Here's the second one. Let's dive right in. This one was by Seth real. I was a Walgreens cashier in an extremely religious neighborhood full of rich old Baptists. One day a woman comes in to buy cigarettes and is something like $3 short. She starts digging around in her giant Mary Poppins bag, holding up the line. Wastes a good five minutes on it before she dumps the entire thing out on my counter. There, in the middle, (laughs) in the detrius of a middle-aged housewife's bag, was a crumpled up $10 bill. She yells, Hallelujah, the Lord's looking out for me, (laughs) and hands, hands me the folded up bill. I unfold it, and it's one of those fake tens people give the waiters as tips the ones with the bible quotes on the inside (laughs) oh oh this this hurts me in so many different ways because this the last one shouldn't be that funny (laughs) that is pretty fucking funny okay the last one it's not where i thought you were going with it the last one's the worst okay and then and i'm gonna open it up to you guys and then we'll kind of just let her go. Okay. It's by Kangaroo Ninja Donuts. Kangaroo Ninja Donuts is by... Fantastic name. Upvote on the name. <laughs> Straight up. Upvote on the name. <laughs> it says, My best friend used to fight in karate tournaments and was actually pretty good. One time there was no one in his age slash belt class to fight. So he was invited to fight in an exhibition fight with another kid who didn't have anyone to fight. Well, they were wearing headgear, so you couldn't really make out that their facial features, or you can't, you couldn't really make out their facial features very well. So my friend didn't realize that he was fighting against a kid with Down syndrome. <laughs> He beat the ever-loving shit out of this poor kid. The whole time, people were telling him to take it easy and giving him dirty looks. And he just kept on obviously beating that kid's ass. Jeez. (laughs) To this day, he's still known as the guy who relentlessly beat up a disabled kid. He will never live it down as long as I'm alive. Oh, that that hurts. That's a lot of comments I want to say, but I... I think that it probably shouldn't. Yeah, I think that's fair. In, um, okay, in his defense, so that kid could have been a savant at fighting, so you can't take your chances. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Justin, oh my <laughs> god! Oh god! Apparently, it's piano. My bad. Oh, oh my god! Okay, move along. Wow. <laughs> so, first comments. Um, as being someone who's worked at customer service and retail before, mm-hmm. I would fucking lose it if, like, in both ways, in the anger way and the fucking hilarious way, if some old lady pulled out a Bible-quoted $10 bill and tried to pay some shit for it. Oh, yeah. After no. wasting, like, <laughs> six to ten minutes of my life searching for this $10 bill. I would, yeah, I would lose it. And, and the irony within is just how do you not say something? You oh, know you definitely I mean? say something. Like, how do you, yeah. So. Life's too short to not. Oh, and with that being said, I mean, in the customer service thing, I mean, you've, me, I work in customer service as well, so you and I, I mean, I'm sure everybody here has had their experience in it, but that's where you really experience things that are, that is just off the wall. Like, I had a customer call in one time no kidding call in to ask me how to take the product out of the box (laughs) (laughs) and it i don't how do you like 
take it serious. You know what I mean? And now like, you guys are dating. It's crazy. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. So, but yeah, like I had to ask myself, am I being tested right now? Like, is this real? But, is this one of my higher ups testing my patience and my customer service skills? Something. It was undercover boss. Something. For sure. But so what about you, B? Have you had anything like that where Oh God. So I remember this wasn't really like a I've had so many different of these type of stories. I had um some lady cuss me out in front of her kid and then cuss me out even more and I'm like, hey, it's probably not like the nicest thing to be like just sending out whatever type of words in front of your kid. But the one that makes me laugh, and I still have a recording of this on my phone, um, is this super, super old lady. Cause I used to work at a telecommunication company in a retail store. Mm-hmm. And so people would obviously call with the, the dumbest fucking oh, questions. Yeah. Um, so this old, 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 so old, old lady, left us a voicemail once over the weekend. I think it was on like a Saturday or Sunday. Um, but she was wondering why we weren't answering the phone. Obviously the retail store was closed on the weekend or that specific day. And at the very end of the voicemail, she's going off about how we're not answering the phones. And then she goes, uh, she says something along the lines of, and you guys won't answer your fucking phones. You little shit. And hung up. And, I will never be able to get her voice out of my head. It was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That's one of those that you just like secretly email that clip to yourself. Cause you know, nowadays all the voicemails going through a computer. Oh yeah. You know, we have those at my work um, where you kind of just keep those little ones for yourself and possibly turn it into a ringtone because yeah, they're just classic. Um, Yeah. Greatest thing ever. I, I Like I said, I will never be able to get that out of my head. That will live on with me forever. Nice. Okay, so we had one that it didn't happen to me, but it happened to someone. And I'm trying not to dox myself here, but um, it happened to someone within the company who's at a different location. But it's, it's so good that it was sent out company-wide, like kind of under the breath, right? And it's this voicemail. Actually, no, it's not a voicemail. It was a customer calling in and it was recorded because, you know, this call is being recorded for your quality assurance. And um, (laughs) it's this old guy that is screaming at this customer service rep. And the customer, it was like a right around Thanksgiving. And um, the guy goes, take your motherfucking blank because I can't say the product. And shove it up your ass. <laughs> and the guy goes, Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> like the customer service rep just goes, ha- Happy Thanksgiving, sir. <laughs> that's all he had to say. Was, and that's the that's the the cat like the the name of that voicemail is just Happy Thanksgiving. It's good shit. Wow. But um but you know, I got I got one. I'm gonna throw Justin under the bus here. Oh no. Because I've I've said this to him one time, and I'm not gonna dox you, but feel like you are. There's something that you do that I had to catch myself. So, um, periodically, I all visit Justin, and at, at work, at his work, and um, he's in a position where he may be um, getting folks some sort of insurance with whatever product they buy can you kind of like buying an electronic and you want you want to get the three-year insurance on whatever product you buy like on the electronics same idea and um <laughs> you know where i'm going with this you know where i'm going with this don't you i, I don't but that, you that just fucking description my job to like was a, so great <laughs> what no keep going okay i'm, I'm invested now oh, okay yeah, that so description here's... i just want to say that description was so fucking awesome you want to get this extended warranty on your iPod? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you guys <laughs> enjoy it do. because listen. Okay. So I'm sitting there one day and the customer, like, I'm like, I, I leave the room because he's 
taking care of a customer, but I overhear the conversation and Justin says, Hey, look, man, like, like all, you know, say I'm like, I'm not a salesman anymore. I'm coming at you as a friend. I would get the extended warranty. Okay. Listen, because like, this is no joke. Like you need this blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, okay, yeah, no problem. You know? So then the guy leaves, he gets the extended warranty. The guy leaves and I walk back in his office. I sit down and it's like, Oh yeah, you hook line and sinkered on that extended warranty. You know, like, is that, do you get, do you get something for that? He goes, Oh yeah. That's like, you know, kind of my thing is the extended warranties. I'm like, nice. So is that like your sales pitch then, you know, I coming at you as a friend and he's like, yeah, it works every time. And I'm like, you motherfucker, you said that to me. <laughs> you said that to me. You have You're like, Hey man, like I'm coming at you as a friend. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. And I've never forgotten that too. This day, you every be passionate about what you sell, man. Anytime so. you're gonna hey, listen, I'm being serious right now. I'm just coming at you as a friend. Like all, <laughs> all jokes aside, hey, hey you coming can at use you as it, friend, for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's a freebie. <laughs> okay, so I know some folks have their story that uh, is one of those too good to be true, or you can't make up. Like they're one of those odd stories so who's who would like to go first um i'll go first it's kind of not it's kind of different from those stories but i'll give it a whirl kind of say um i was i was talking to my wife trying to figure out like what where to go with this because i've had like some stupid i don't know why i feel like i've had more stupid shit happen to me in my life than most people okay like weird like I went through a period of my life where I was like, I had chronic shoulder dislocations. So I kept dislocating my shoulders over the course, my shoulder over the course of like three or four years and I had multiple surgeries and I replaced it. But one of the times that happened, I, I sneezed in class in high school and literally popped my shoulder out <laughs> during a test. <laughs> so like, that was, that was an option. Um, I, on my 16th birthday, I would, I did my drive test and hit a parked car after I passed my drive test. Nice. But, but Hold on, the lady was still in the car, so I failed. So, like, <laughs> just stupid shit. But I think the one that takes the cake, and I, I can't make this up, um, I do a lot. I used to do more, but I've done a lot of fishing in my life. ton of fishing. Like, many, many, oh, many, many, many hours fishing. I, you're right. Yeah, you need to tell this one. So, <laughs> I, I think in one of our first podcasts, I talked about this a little bit. So, I... I think I probably hold the cake on this one. In my professional fishing career, I've caught a bat, a cat, and a fucking blue heron. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna work backwards chronologically, time wise here, and I'll get to the blue heron. But if I think for already, our listeners though, a blue heron is a modern fucking dinosaur, modern pterodactyl. <laughs> it's a velociraptor with wings. Straight up. <laughs> But we'll we'll get to that one in a minute. So, the cat was the most recent. Uh, that was in my driveway. I was showing my brother how to tie up fishing line. Had my pole sitting on my trailer with a hook dangling. It apparently was super appetizing to my fucking cat. So she runs up to start playing with it. I see it. I grab the, the pole. Accidentally set the hook on my cat. <laughs> that turns into a fight. Uh, I've already told the story, so I'm not gonna do that again. But that that was a shit show and a half. Before that. Uh, I was fishing one night. So I, I mostly night fish. So it's like pitch black. And one of the rules when you're night fishing, the way that we night fish is like, you don't use any lights. Cause if you shine the water, it scares the fish away. Like that's a thing. So it's a real, no, other, it is. it's totally a thing. And yeah. especially if there's other people down there, like you don't shine the water. So you, you kind of get used to like fishing blind. And then for, for bait, you're using what are called glow corkies. So there's little tiny, balls for lack of a better term and they sit you just above your beads. hook no then i'm gonna go with balls okay um but if you hit them with light especially like a uv light they glow for a few minutes so every every few casts you like relight them up and then they glow and basically it, it pisses the fish off so then they go to bite it and that's that's how you're catching them so try to paint a picture there for how that works but one night i'm fishing i feel what i think is a bite so i set the hook and there's there's no fish there so i start reeling in and you kind of get a sense of like where your where your hook's at compared to like the tip of your rod right even though mm -hmm. you're not really seeing it you just you've done so many thousands of casts that you kind of know where it's at so 
I, I, I'm reeling and all of a sudden my line stops. Like, just thunk, just stops. Well, that's weird. Well, it's not uncommon for, like, leaves that are on top of the water to get stuck in your line, and then you, you reel them in and they get stuck. So I, it felt like that's what happened. So I could barely see a silhouette. It looks like a leaf at the end of my rod. So I, I give it a few flicks. Try it again. Nothing happens. Give it a few more flicks, a little more aggressively this time. This fucking leaf won't come off. So now I'm, like, just slamming it in the water. <laughs> whack, 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 whack. Like, it's hard to say. <laughs> Probably too hard, but uh, still won't come off. So I'm finally, I'm like, fuck it. So I let some line out, grab the line in my hand, turn around. So now I'm like holding it right up to my face. And I turn my headlamp on, and this poor little fucking bat is dangling, like all wound up in my line. It had, it had hit my line between the tip of my rod and the water <laughs> and got stuck. So when I'm reeling it in, it's just wrapped up in my line. And of course, I'm not expecting to see a bat yeah, no from my face. So I ended up having to do surgery on that thing to get it all unwound so that was that was an interesting night but like a week before that experience same scenario down with my buddy night fishing it's just the two of us this time and all you can see when you cast out is the glow of your corkies flying through the air right like that's it it is Mm -hmm. it's it's dark Mm -hmm. so one of these casts you're casting about once a minute with the type of fishing that we do um i cast up river I'm kind of watching my corkies fly through the sky mindlessly like I've done every other time. And then all of a sudden my corkies like take off through the sky a different direction. And it took me a minute for my brain to catch up with what was happening. So, and then as it's, as I'm watching my corkies, my line just starts peeling off my reel. Like I have a fish, but I'm watching my corkies fly through the air and like nothing's computing, right? So kind of by impulse, I put my thumb on my spool and my reel to stop it like you would a fish. And it was, I swear to God, at this same moment, this blue heron that is wrapped up in my line, I just happened to cast right as it was flying above the water, um, kind of crests the tree line into the moonlight. No shit. And I, right as I put my thumb on the spool, I see this thing go down like an airplane <laughs> into the river. I'm like, are you shitting me? <laughs> Then it all clicked. Like, I just fucking hooked this bird. Pterodactyl. Yeah, no. Let me let me, kind of try to paint this here. So, this bird is like six feet tall. <laughs> like, it's every bit of as tall as I am. I didn't know that at this moment. So, okay, now I'm like, shit. So, this thing goes down. Huge splash. Like, uh, hopefully it, like, came undone. Of course not, it didn't. So, I, I set my... I, I give my reel a couple of reels, I guess, and turn my headlamp on at this point. Cause now I'm like, I'm screwed. I don't have any other options. So I'm looking at this fucking bird in the water, probably 30, 40 yards away, just sitting in the water, like a duck staring at me. Okay. So I start reeling. And as I reel, this thing's getting drugged sideways. Okay, all right. Not really sure what to do here. So I, I ended up reeling this thing all the way to the bank. As soon as it fucking makes contact with land, it stands up. And that's when it stared me square in the fucking face because it's taller than me. And thank God I have a 10-foot rod because I was able to hold both arms out as this thing's trying to charge me and kind of keep it at bay. Yeah, they're mean. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was pissed. And the other thing I had going for me was one of it. it, This thing was, like, so wrapped up in my line it wasn't even funny. I don't know how when this thing, like, hit my line midair and then went down. It, it got wrapped up bad. It was, it was a nest around the thing on my line, which ended up being a good thing because when it stood up, one of its legs was kind of wrapped up behind it. So it only had one leg to fight with, which is good for me. Cause I probably would have lost this fight. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this turns into like a 30 minute battle with this bird. My buddy that's with me, apparently scared of blue herons. Didn't know that. Although never had a fight one up to this point. So I'm holding the rod, trying to get him to like pin this thing down so we can try to get the line off of it. You can't just cut the line. Like it's not going to, it can't go anywhere. Right. So we like, we have to do something about this. So finally it gets to the point, like a half an hour in where I'm like, okay, I got an idea. Take your coat off and you throw your coat on it and then, or throw your coat on it and then pin it down. Right. Cause once we get his head down, like we should be good. Maybe. I don't know. That's how it works in the movies. Right. I don't know what else to do. 
<laughs> so yep. he finally builds up the nerve to throw his coat on this thing after a long time. Throws his coat on it, runs the other direction. Like, it's not that's not the plan. It's not what we're supposed to do. So fast forward, this thing is making sounds that shouldn't sound like they come from this planet. And I don't know if that's just how blue herons sound or if like it's because it was scared or pissed or whatever. Alien versus predator. Yeah, it was. They were they were scary sounds. Well, these couple of the dudes walk down to the river, and it's like one in the morning. So these these dudes walk down, and they're like, "What is going on down here?" I'm like, "You're not gonna believe this, but I I accidentally caught a blue heron, and we could really use some help." And they're like, "Oh no, absolutely not. You're on your own." And just went about their fishing. So, <laughs> dude. Yeah, you're fucking fighting a pterodactyl, and these guys couldn't be bothered. Oh no, yeah, they didn't want nothing, and I don't really blame them because this thing—I don't know how much they weigh, but dude, it's it's a big fucking. The damn bird. thing it's like has a 401k, like they're dude. Its beak was like two daggers, like it—it's sketch. So we ended up after a long time. The thing finally like calmed down enough, or got tired enough that we were able to like again do surgery on this thing, get all the line off, and then. uh it, it kind of rolled off into the water and I'm assuming lived, I hope. But that was a, it was an interesting, ever since then, this has been years now since that happened. And that there's still guys that'll come down to the river and be like, Oh, you're the blue hearing guy. No, no, that's <laughs> not what I want to be known as, but. And that's the story of how your family ate bird soup and bat soup in the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So blue heron, bat cat, not many fish. Sounds like surf and turf. <laughs> it's like the shittiest version of surf and turf. <laughs> ten out of ten would not recommend catching a blue heron. No. Yeah, no, they're big birds. Um and they're they are like really peaceful when they're just not wrapped up in line. Not being fished. Yeah. But other than that, no, I wouldn't. That wanna. was not my experience. For sure. Wow. Um, did you Sorry. have like, did you have any thoughts about going down there again? And like, what are you going to catch next? Cause I mean, it was like within a, a, a week, right? Yeah. So the, the blue heron was first and then like a week later was the bat. And then yeah. luckily for my sanity, it was a couple of years. And then the cat just happened, what, six months You're ago. You're doing great. So yeah, luckily there was a break. Cause I probably would just given up on fishing altogether. Um, but we're, I don't, I think, I think the trifecta is complete now. So <laughs> nice. I'm hoping we're good. I swear. If you catch a rat next, I'm absolutely done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. That was, uh, wow. Great. Yeah. Good yeah. job. So Thanks. proud. Yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, Keith or B. Do you guys have any stories or anything? I, I it really doesn't matter. Story. What's up? I bet B's got a good story. Um, mine. I'll try to keep mine short-ish. Um, so mine's. I don't know how I'm gonna follow catching a fucking prehistoric animal. Well, wow, you were really fishing when dinosaurs roamed the earth, Justin. You are old. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, man, I don't know how, (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to follow that, but no, I was actually, I was doing the same. I was talking to the wife about it. She's being like, Hey, I've kind of lived a vanilla life. I don't really know what to say, but we were actually discussing how we acquired our dog. And, uh, just the whole set of events was just a long list of not coincidences, coincidences coincidai whatever the fuck you want to call it that's not it whatever the plural version of coincidence is um (laughs) it was just like a long list of like this happened which then caused this to happen which then caused this to happen but anyways i'll just go through the story uh essentially my wife and brother-in-law were uh playing frisbee golf or something i was at work they basically said hey you want let's let's go camping tonight cool and then I guess the brother-in-law had the idea of surprising me by bringing my sister down here because she lives about two hours north. So then 
they went up north, got her, they came down. We went camping, cool, awesome camping trip. Um, as my wife and I are driving up, kind of a backstory. I've been wanting a dog for a while. We had looked at a dog that was in that area. So we were just going to go find the dog again. We were probably going to take it home or whatever have you. So we're driving her back up north and we go to the place where that dog would have been at and it's not there anymore. So kind of beaten down, I guess, not really feeling it like, eh, whatever. All right, cool. So my wife randomly gets on the internet and finds this. I don't even know if he was listed at the time, but there was another animal shelter that was about 30 minutes away from there. So we'd go there and then Tank, who obviously is our dog, was there and the exact dog that I kind of wanted. And he had, I guess, just been there for about two weeks. So they finally had put him on the market, quote unquote. So we fell in love with him, obviously brought him home. So it was kind of like a, just a list of coincidences. Basically, it was very last second that my brother-in-law decided that we should get my sister down here, which then we had to go bring her back, which then led to us getting the dog, which, yeah, so great. Hardly believable, obviously. Now, those um, those are some that are one of those, like, it was meant to happen scenarios. Oh, for sure. But I, when I got my dog back in the day, it was very, very similar kind of type story where it was like, avenues of like all oh, it's this isn't gonna work out and then it's not gonna work out here and then it all ended up coming together at the very end so that's cool yeah it was just it was one of those things that like um yeah because the brother-in-law beforehand he was like oh you guys should name your dog tank like obviously not knowing and not seeing this dog but right. then when we got there the shelter had named him tank nice so it's another one of those like oh well, it was just meant to happen and then while we were there, they were about to close. They were kind of like trying to hurry us up. And so we had called the apartment complex to kind of get like an okay. Nobody answered. Couldn't get them to answer for anything. And then the wife found some random number that was associated with the apartment complex and she called it. And luckily they answered and we got the okay. But it was just, it was like this, like what you had said, this felt like it was 150% meant to happen because everything had just lined up perfectly with it. Nice. Actually, that's your experience with getting tank is like almost identical to when I got Remy, my, my dog, <laughs> like I didn't name him Remington and I wanted to name a, a dog after a gun because growing right. up and he was already named Remington. And we went on a Sunday when they closed at two thirty, and we got there at like two, like <laughs> it's like right. identical. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but this like shit like that. Obviously, not to get like too deep and sentimental, but like I think there's some stuff that's just kind of meant to happen for sure. And Everything I think that for that's reason. right for sure. Yeah. So you know, good. I'm glad I left the part out of my story where I almost put a bull in this endangered species head because that was way <laughs> more of a feel-good story. Well, I mean, you still said it, so if you were to been there, it would have crossed your mind too. Was it a bald eagle? No, no, <laughs> that's crossing the line. <laughs> I would never do that. Honestly, when you when I had first heard this story from you and you had said that you had caught like a big ass animal, like a big ass bird, I immediately thought you caught a bald eagle. And I was like, oh fuck. That that would be rough. Yeah. That'd be rough. That'd be that one would be hard to kind of like come back from. Just yeah. turn in your passport now and all your Pretty IDs. Much. You're no longer a citizen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I made the comment about if I had to spend another like buck fifty fixing my cat, it's probably gonna be over. But if I did something to hurt a bald eagle, I'm pretty sure I'd spend my life savings to fix that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd just take it over to you. <laughs> Justin will fix it. Yeah, Justin won't be able to live with himself if he doesn't fix this. Uh, no <laughs> Justin, look at this poor hurt bald eagle. All right, cool. There you go. I'm just gonna put a bullet in them. Yikes. Oh my god! Oh no. no! Okay, okay, Keith, you got a, you got a story, or you know, you know. Okay, I'm I'm very unprepared, and and here's why. Okay, 
first off, <laughs> it's completely your fault. How? Because you said like a story is that is like you know too too crazy to to make up, right? Well, and so I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, what kind of story is it? Okay, and so I'm thinking all week or the last few days, right? Since he posted that, and I'm like, all right, what what story do I have that happened in my life? My life's kind of boring. And so then all of a sudden today, I'm like, all right, like people are going to tell like these like crazy stories. And then uh, and we so all I'm just like, find you know out what? we all have boring lives. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk about when my dad left. And then we get oh, here shit. and I'm like, oh shit, that's not going to work. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the most fucked up thing, like craziest thing that's ever happened to me. And that's probably the only crazy thing that's ever happened to me. Okay. But, uh, so I'm like, all right, well, that's not going to work. So now I'm back to square one. Okay. Okay. How about this? Let's, let's <laughs> switch gears too. Let's and- <laughs> we just read the review for this, for the, uh, sugar-free Haribo gummy bears. Yeah. The ones that sh- make you shit your pants. Have you ever read those reviews? Yeah. Oh man. Oh, Have you ever Talk about an unbelievable the, the story. Sugar-free Haribos? No, I read the review first. Okay. I read the review first too. It doesn't mean I didn't eat them. Was it a similar result? Uh, no, like I made sure I was near the bathroom because I read so the reviews. Like, in what world do you just find yourself on Amazon looking up reviews for the sugar-free Actually, hair about gummy bears? Hold up, <laughs> I feel like everyone's seen them except for Braden. Uh, this was like a thing that went around. It did. So, like, it it, it wasn't that I was just searching these and they I read the reviews. It's it's a it's a pretty well known review. Yeah, have you not have you not seen him or heard it? Who are you asking? B. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, oh, oh my god! I feel like I need to look it up now, though. Do you want me to just read it to you? Kinda. You have yeah. it up? Uh huh. <laughs> I took screenshots. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to step on Keith's story here. I don't no, mean no, to change go ahead, gears. Go ahead. I mean, my dad's not coming back, so. <laughs> Oh my God. So, anyways, my dad went out for milk. No, I haven't seen him milk. since. <laughs> that would be that would be an easy story. Everyone could identify with that. Go okay, ahead, you ready for this? It's a little bit of a read, but I'll try to blow through it here. So, the, the title is it's if I got to give credit, his name's Luke. This is on Amazon. It says, "See you in hell, Haribo sugar-free gummy bears." <laughs> what the fuck? It was, fuck. It was my last day of the semester, and the final exam was worth 30% of our grade. After a late-night study session, I felt confident, but I had to decide between sleeping in or cooking breakfast. My eyelids chose sleep. My stomach later regretted this decision, and after several uncomfortable stomach growls, I finally decided to make a quick stop at the campus bookstore and grab a snack before my test. Since the semester was ending and everyone was going home for the summer, a lot of items were on sale, including the snacks and candy that they kept up front. Being in the hungry state that I was in, it felt only logical to pick the largest yet least expensive candy in order to get more bang for my buck. And there they sat, two bags of Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. (laughs) Buy one, get one free. (laughs) What a deal, I thought naively. I would eat one bag before my test and one bag afterwards. As I walked to class, I gleefully chewed on those abdominable little bastards. Unaware of the utter mayhem that would soon unleash on my poor, poor anus. I sat down at my desk as the professor informed us that due to issues with cheating in the past, restroom breaks would be prohibited until the completion of the exam. I'll give you 10 minutes to use the restroom now. This will be your last chance. Any takers? The demon bears hadn't released their unholy necromancy upon my stomach yet, so in my moment of ignorant foolishness, I remained seated, still munching on those miniature bear-shaped bombs. (laughs) After after the students wise enough to take the professor's offer had returned, the professor handed out the test. I was six questions in when it happened. It started subtly at first, almost like a slight tingly sensation. <laughs> in my lower abdomen, I thought nothing of it, assuming my intestines were just doing their thang, A-N-G. Little did I know my intestines were trying desperately to... <laughs> Uh, trying desperately to warn me of the horror that was on the horizon. Uh, 
By question 9, it happened again, but this time it was followed by a sharp pain, as if those infernal hellions had orchestrated an attack upon my colon. I fought it to contain the gro- I fought to contain the groan that tried to escape my lips. <laughs> it was at this point <laughs> shit. It was at this point I began to panic. Something was going horribly horribly wrong and I needed to get through this test before it got any worse. By question 14 my worst fear was upon me. The Satan bears burning hot liquid he dark <laughs> Liquidy dark magic crashed against my anal sphincter like a tidal wave. <laughs> oh, I'm going to try to get through this. Hold on. I was able to cl- close the hatch just in time, but those relentless toxic bears beat against me. <laughs> 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 oh. Beat against it like orcs breaking down the doors of Helm's Deep. <laughs> oh, I, I knew it wouldn't. Be, I knew I wouldn't be able to so much as shift in my seat without risking a breach. <laughs> Hold. <laughs> It's like a okay. It's like a screen door on a submarine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I kept fighting through my exam, clenching my cheeks with all my might. Beads of sweat began rolling down my neck. Suddenly, a loud gurgling word (laughs) (laughs) came from my belly, and the entire class lifted their heads. At this point, nothing mattered except expelling this ungodly presence from my bowels. With 15 questions left, I promptly wrote C for every answer (laughs) (laughs) and ran out of the classroom. My professor (laughs) yelled something, but I was too preoccupied with the volcanic eruption that needed to take place before I could find sweet, sweet relief. I burst into the restroom like the Kool-Aid man, and behold, the handicapped stall was empty. Sun rays from the adjacent window shone upon it (laughs) as if it were a gift from God himself. It took me less than a half a second to undo my belt buckle, pull on my pants, and finally relax my weary buttocks upon the toilet seat. It, <laughs> I took absolutely no effort to expel this demon. Almost immediately, the floodgates of hell were opened, and the damned, liquefied souls of an entire bag's <laughs> worth of gummy bears cried as they burned through my sphincter and into the watery abyss below. I never felt simultaneous relief and anguish in my life. After 30 more minutes of this, I immediately went home, dug a hole in my backyard, and burned the remaining bag of gummies. <laughs> I leave with this. Do not, I repeat, do not eat these spawns of Satan. Not only did they cause me to fail my final test, but the anguish I experienced is something I wouldn't wish upon anyone, not even my worst enemy. The only place these godforsaken hell bears belong are buried deep below the, earth sur- the Earth's surface. Oh man! Oh, yeah, I'm, okay. We need a round of applause for Justin on that one that for was, getting oh, that through was it. Great. That was so oh. great. <sighs> wow! Thank you. I didn't think I was going to really make it. That's so good. Uh, double. Uh, yeah, no, I'm wiping tears of laughter oh, right yeah. now. Same. That's um, good. If you go on here, this is just one, and there's like hundreds, and they're all. There's some pretty good ones, so... Yeah, they're all pretty much the same. Yeah, moral of the story is, probably don't eat those. Also, that is exactly what happens when you eat those. <laughs> Can confirm? Can confirm. I need no. to find it. I, I'll, I just did a little search here, and I only found, like, the regular ones, but I'll find the sugar-free ones. There's there's a few. Alright, well... Again, I didn't mean to take it away from you there, Keith. So. Oh, it's okay. I don't really... I don't know. I don't, I don't think my story fits in the theme of this episode. <laughs> we can... Especially now. We we can compare those stories someday in a deeper episode. Yeah. That, uh... First off, the um, review... The, the fact that that's just a review on Amazon alone, 
that Amazon allows that many characters on their reviews. There's some crazy reviews on Amazon. Um, and two, if it was an English final, which I don't know if it was or not, and you may have said it, I don't know, it's laughing too hard to remember, but he should just turn what he just wrote in that review in for the final. Yeah, it's pretty well written. Um, yeah, no, it's that one's really good. It reminds me of the electric fence with the lawnmower story. <laughs> have you heard that one? No, it's a good one. It's it's long, and I know we're a little long on here on the on the episode, but um, yeah, we'll save it for next time. Electric fence and the lawnmower. It's a really good one. But Deal. that sounds good. I will say though, props to Amazon uh, for not doing a character limit on reviews. That's and that nice. one's been on there since 2015. So yeah, kudos for keeping it up. Sponsor Amazon. Probably not sugar-free Haribo's. You know what, Haribo, sponsor us. Uh, you know, I'll give Keith a backdoor here. Um, whoa. Oh, that sounds, whoa. Yeah. That's what she said. You, what about an embarrassing story? <laughs> Do you have an embarrassing story? Because if you have a good... I have a trillion embarrassing okay, stories. Okay, hold on. We all got those. Hold up. If, we all got those. If it's a good embarrassing story. I mean, I was kind of embarrassed my dad left and never called. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Then I will share an embarrassing story. It's a crazy it's story. Be... We were living in China at the time. <laughs> I can't tell if he's serious. No, I'm dead, actually dead ass serious. That's what makes it crazy. Um, so embarrassing story. I mean, you want to talk about like electric fences? I did put my dick on an electric fence once. How that? Like, all afraid. of it? How that work? What do you mean all of it? Like, like did yeah, you? Yeah, all two inches. Yeah. Did you wrap it around? <laughs> I, I, yeah, okay, come on. You gotta have. I have it would just more dick than it, what I have to wrap it around. When it shocks you, it just get it just tighten up like a boa constrictor. <laughs> just shriveled back up into my body, like like I don't know. Oh, look at any like it's ill. <laughs> like you've just like stomped on a slug or something. Oh yeah, poured salt on it or a snail. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Any any embarrassing story at all? Sounds like you have one you want to tell. Tucker. No, 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 no. No, it sounds like you do. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, is there anything more embarrassing than the Forerunner story? Oh uh, yeah, oh, oh yeah. But I'm I'm gonna let you go first. You're the one. You haven't told me. I just yet. went. I just told my story. Just but okay, that was the full Here, story. How, how how about you tell us one and then let's end this because we're already in an hour. <sighs> No, I'm not telling it. We're going another hour. Okay, fine. It wasn't me. It was a friend of mine. Okay, that doesn't count. (laughs) So, there's, there was a guy who, you know. His name was Tucker. Would, you know, as guys, you kind of, kind of like, you know, take care of yourselves physically. What? You know what I'm saying? You know, like jerk off. <laughs> go in the kitchen, mix a batch, distribute some free literature. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? I actually have no idea what you're I saying. You should what elaborate the fuck more. You're talking about either. <laughs> what? Did you say jacking off, Keith? Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's it. Okay. Anyway. Well, that was <laughs> not the way to describe it. <laughs> you obviously need have you need to watch more Mixing Letter Kenny. Batch. Yeah, you need to watch some Letter Kenny good stuff anyway okay so your buddy was so anyway his his designated place was the shower and at that time he lived with his parents and they had a big shower and a big enough shower where he could take his phone in there and you know have some content to review well (laughs) he you know did his thing and at that time um his mom was like cleaning the kitchen and they had this like nice Bose sound system and she wanted to listen to music while she could clean the kitchen. So she turns the Bose system on, which is Bluetooth. And the last Oh no. And the last thing it was Bluetooth to was <laughs> her son's phone. And uh <laughs> the literally the worst 
imaginable, <laughs> like biggest fear happened. That is my nightmare. That's why I Dude, always turn my Bluetooth straight off. Straight nightmare. So there you go. For your friend. For my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, babe. Well, on that note, should uh, we save the rest till next week? Uh, what's the email again? Uh, the email is it'd be like that sometimes pod at gmail. Nice. Questions, comments, concern, ideas for topics. What? What? No concerns. Yeah, we, we don't care. What B said. So perfect. Well, hey, thanks yeah. guys for another great night and uh, good topics, great stories. Check us out on the socials. I Some figured we'll actually get on them. I figured this episode we keep it light. Yep. So good call. Light. Well. For the most part. So next week, um, we're gonna we're gonna interview oh. somebody, and I will what? have some details to follow between now and then, so you oh, guys wow. can prepare some questions. But we'll have our, our first interview, and maybe uh maybe the rest. Is of it you a guys male can... stripper? We'll have to find out. No fucking way! Is it Elon? For sure. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna Did have we one here smoke some Elon? pot with him. Oh wait, it's already been done. Uh Damn you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Number one enemy of the podcast is Joe Rogan <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. You're going to lose like three of our nine viewers from that. Or listeners. Fuck them. I mean, <laughs> <never>. <laughs> Eight of our nine listeners are family members. True. And they're still going to switch to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, brutal. All right. You people have an excellent evening. You too. Thank you, B. Thanks for listening. See ya. <laughs>